Yeah. I love that guy. What is his name? Milos. Milos, uh, what's his first name? Carlos. Car- no, 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 Carlos. It's Milo. Shit, am I? Ricardo. Ricardo Milos. 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 Oh my God. I, I'm in love with that male stripper. Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 51 of Otaku Brothers, attempt number four. This is Saturday, July 27th. It's almost 11 o'clock in the morning. My name is Rusty, and I'm joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law, Ryan. What's up? Hey, it's a good Saturday. This is, uh, yeah, like you said, attempt number four. We had two failed attempts from Rusty, and then I tried one, and then we got like, what, five, ten minutes in, and then he didn't like my voice I to think start we the episode. About a minute and 30 seconds in. Well, you know what? Time with you goes slow. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Well, considering we have over 100 hours of recorded video of, yeah, well, or audio, we of started us. like crapping on businesses and we. We want them to stay alive, so. Well, yeah, because we went to a bar within our complex last night to kind of just hopefully get some food and a quick drink. To be honest, I thought you were going to stop it there when you, like, swiped across the little... Oh, <laughs> <your> no. <bed. laughs> but it took 30 minutes to get a glass of water, mm-hmm. another 25 to get a drink, and then another 15 to get our bill. Yes. So we were like, no thanks. Yeah, so we left and I got Lunchables. Nice. Yes. Pizza? Pe- of course. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, like, little nacho ones. It's, like questionable cheese they're yellow crackers like very yellow crackers Ugh. and you're like uh no i'm good i'm pretty yeah. sure they melt legos and that's what they put in there for the case. that's what it looks like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anyways we had fun with episode 50 yes we came back from alaska so if you haven't checked that episode out please do ryan and i recounted all of our fun adventures in alaska which there were many more in vancouver we had some fun you know Good old Canada up there. We didn't see the better parts of Canada. We should no, just we, didn't. we should just say that. But we have a fun episode planned for today. Ryan and I are going to do something completely unrelated to video games for the most part. So a few episodes back, I'm not really sure which one it was, Ryan and I were kind of running out of ideas, and he's like, well, I gave him full reins. I just said, do whatever the heck you want. Bring a segment to the table, and we'll do it. And so it became basically a Vogue 70 questions with you know, celebrity Rusty, and Ryan just asked me a bunch of random questions. Yes. Well, we're flipping the table. We're flipping sides today. I'm going to do the same for Ryan. <coughs> but Ryan and I, well, originally we had planned to both kind of do this adulting episode where we talk about the good and the bad of entering adult life, whether that's a career, it's, you know, managing responsibilities, paying bills. I don't know what Ryan prepared, but we both were going to kind of come to the table with our ideas, the good and the bad. But I ended up having coming up with like 30 fun questions for Ryan for this whole little segment. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that kind of in the back half of the show. Of course, we're going to do games we've been playing recently. We have an email from executive producer of the show, Travis. And Ryan came with like 35 things for all you adults out there. Yeah, it's mostly bad. Being an adult sucks. There's some good to it. There is. Like yeah. getting a dog. Yeah, but that's questionably bad right now because of the energy pro- crisis. Yeah, so I can't remember if this is on attempt two, four, or five, but this is attempt six, so of recording this episode. But anyways, I think we got a package, Ryan. Oh, that was a violent. Should I go see what it is? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, we're pausing the show, folks. We're not pausing. We're actually just going to open this live on the podcast. That's how we do things on Otaku Brothers. Here's Rusty's five-foot dildo for his, himself. 
Oh. Holy crap, dude. You have a spree on Amazon again? A little bit. Um, most of this stuff should be for Scooby, though. All right. Let's, um... Live unboxing, folks. Is this... It's... I'm guessing. Is it that blue thing for the kibble? Um, yeah. So, Scooby is a great dog, and we've had a lot of fun when he was malnourished because he kind of just sat there and cuddled with us. But then once he, you know, put on a few pounds, which is healthy because he was five to seven pounds underweight when we went to the vet. I'll grab your knife. There's actually that little thing behind the record player, that little um, gizmo gadget thing. There it is. What's up? Um, you know, after Scoob put on a few pounds, he's kind of become much more energetic. So Lauren and I bought a test to see what his actual breed is. And we just swab his mouth. We send in the results. They send it back to us, similar to what you can do for humans nowadays. And we think he has terrier in him because of his face and even just his coat and everything like that. Well, terrier turns out to be are some of the most energetic dogs. So the past few days have been real rough. He, we put him in a crate when Lauren and I go to work, and I try and come home between, between 2 and 4 to just try and let him out because when he's in there for 8-plus hours, he tends to go to the bathroom everywhere. Well, now it's getting to the point where he needs to expend his energy and he will rip up and in some cases eat his pee pads that we put at the front of the cage so that if he does need to go, he hopefully will at least go there. And then he vomited all of that up. So it's just been a mess to clean up the past few days. Wow. And then last night after we got back from our local little um, bar place, yeah. um, you went to Walmart, you got some Lunchables. Lauren was super, uber, like duper um, hangry. Like she was freaking out. If I like breathe, she was like, shut up, Rusty, like type of thing. And <laughs> so I was just like, way. okay, why don't you go in the room with Scooby, chill for a little bit. I got on my computer, went on DoorDash for people across the pond. That's where you can order food from online from local places. Mm -hmm. And they basically Uber it to you. And I ordered her a burger and sweet potato fries. Nice. From where? Uh, BJ's Brewhouse. It's, they basically have every food item you could possibly imagine on their menus. Mm -hmm. Remember we went there a few times with your aunt and uncle when oh, they came yeah, visit? Yeah. 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 Over by our old apartment complex, yeah. over by the mall or whatever. So ordered her that. She was super happy. We're still married. All is well in the world. All of that to say, I bought a few things um, on Amazon for Scooby because he eats too fast. And so this thing that is in this box is this weirdly contorted um, dog bowl. So it'll help him have to actually work to get his food. But this here, Ryan, I think is actually... That's his bed. His bed. Perfect size for Scooby. Oh, nice. Actually, it probably won't fit him once he gets... Yeah, once he actually grows. Bigger. All right, let's see what this is, Ryan. Oh, yeah. DVD. Oh, nice. We've got How to Train Your Dragon 1, 2, and 3 on Blu-ray pack. Is this the bowl? This seems kind of small in this box here. But it is. It kind of looks like the, uh, the maze symbol from Westworld. Sure. If anyone's watched that. Look that up on Google. But, um, yeah, good stuff. So, we've had a lot of fun with Scooby. Last night, I was doing wind sprints with him at, like, 12 o'clock in the morning to kind of get him to calm down. And he did. He kind of passed out after that. Nice. So, that's kind of nice. But Yeah, that's what Drew does with his uh, husky, husky in the morning. They run, like, two miles. Yeah, work. so, Ryan, or Ryan, Lauren and I are going to have to find kind of some kind of routine as far as... We kind of already do. I mean, she wakes up earlier with him. I stay up later with him. But that middle part of the day, we're really not going to have to figure out. Yeah. So we're thinking about um, investing in some kind of hardcore training for him because right now he's showing all the signs of 
air quotes, bad puppy. Yeah. So he's biting things he shouldn't. When we're out in the kitchen, he's putting his paws up on the counter. When we're walking him, he's pooling too much. He's not being responsive when we call him to pull him back. So all things that when you get a puppy, you kind of have to expect. It's just a matter of reining him in and training him. Yeah. So it'll be good. I think in about six months, Laura and I will have it down to a science, hopefully. Um, but beyond that, when he's chill, he's super chill, and he's just a sweet little dog. Mm-hmm. But, I just have yet to see it. Yes. Well, because <laughs> when he's around people he's not used to seeing, it's tough for him to relax. Yeah. But, I mean, you've seen pictures where he's literally watching a movie with me. Like yes, I have. He has the capability. He's engaged in watching the TV show or whatever. So, good stuff. We should probably talk about the games we've been playing recently, Ryan. Yeah. Or lack thereof, because we've been not really knowing what to play. Yeah, so I... This week, I've just been kind of watching Netflix and movies and stuff and uh, wonder trading, as I do. So I'm trying to catch some more legendary Pokemon. So I've been trading my Dratinis for legendaries. Um, I currently have uh, like 40 extra legendaries. So I got a Grodon or Groudon and a Kyogre this past week. The legendaries from Ruby and Sapphire. Yes, they're really hard. Those are actually some of the painful ones to get because... People don't want to trade them because they're from the actual game, but they're willing to trade like the other legendaries usually. And then I wonder traded a Victini in a cherry ball, which is like one of the event balls. Oh, and then I also got a shiny Genesect and a shiny Thunderous. Yes, which that last one is really particularly interesting. Which one, the shiny Genesect or the, the Thunderous? Thunderous, yeah, because that's the three elemental like genies Pokemon. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. There's what is there? Is there a fire one, a water one, and then a... There's like thunderous, uh, groundus, or like Something. ground guy, or yeah. water guy. Hmm. Yeah. So they, they both have two forms, but it, I was coming through, and I know he's purple and kind of like a blue color, but the like chest pads that are purple were like a really kind of neon-y. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh! Because you see it come through, and you're like, that's a legendary. Awesome. And then like you see it, and you're like, that's a shiny legendary. And those are a pain in the ass, because... The odds are like one in eight thousand, and you have to do like soft resets to actually get them, or you hack them in. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So I was happy, and then I played a bit of Kingdom Hearts. I um, three Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, I was. It's on the harder version, not the like stupid hard. Like you hate yourself and you don't want to play that game anymore. Critical or, mode, I will never do. Yeah, it's the what's the thing after normal. Is it not hard? It's it might be hard. Proud. It's proud. Proud. Yeah. Yeah. It had some unique name. So I was on proud, and then I went through the boating level Pirates of the Caribbean. Gosh, so good. It is so good. I was collecting crabs, and I leveled finally leveled up my boat. Nice to the highest level. So I'm about ready to finish that world, and then go into um, Big Hero Six. Yeah, Big Hero. Nice. Which I feel like that final boss on proud is going to be a pain. Because he was kind of a pain on... Was normal. it the dragon flying through the city or whatever? No, it was like the dark version of uh, Betamax. Oh, that's right. And he's like in black armor and he's flying around and he's just a pain. Yeah. So I'll have to be, figure that out. Or over level. <laughs> Having played Spider-Man, that world almost reminds me of playing like Spider-Man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like at night at least. Not in some, I guess in the day too. But, um, you know, playing that game in January, I talked about it and I think I titled the episode Another Average Hot Fudge Sunday just because after I'd had a chance to digest it, it wasn't what it, it didn't meet my expectations, although it never really could have considering I've been waiting for that game for 15 years. Yeah. And I think anything when you wait that long, you kind of 
imagine all of these things in your mind about what could be. I mean, we did it with Game of Thrones. You know, we waited two years for the season and we're just like, this is going to be one of the most epic thing. And then even week to week, we were just going to be like, oh, Danny's going to go to that island with the dragons and bring like 17 dragons and it's going like to be even, super epic. Like the Star Wars too. Like you can come up with so many obscure like references and things yeah. that they'll never do because no one would understand what the heck is going on. Yeah. It's like, do we want to do these outer reaches, like this random race that's only in, mentioned once somewhere in a, a text that was deleted off of George Lucas's hard drive on his original Apple computer. Yeah. And you're like, okay. We've been in sure. Game of Thrones when the Azora High thing. Yeah. And uh Nikolai Castrowaldo, who plays um uh Jamie yeah. Lannister, he was on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel was questioning him before the first episode had aired about anything, any fan theories you've heard that are like super accurate or right on. He's like, I've read many and some of them are on par mm. or correct, but not all of them have all the way through are right. And he said, one of the most ridiculous ones I've heard is this Azura High thing. So even he was just like, this is too complicated for the the average audience member yeah. to, to see and comprehend. I mean, even people I was talking to during what ended up happening were like questioning, like, what does this mean? It was like, oh, remember when Melisandre talked to this particular character about this one thing five seasons ago? Oh, yeah, okay. You know, so yeah. it even that took some explanation, so that would have just been too much. But anyways, all of that to say, Bringing it back to Kingdom Hearts 3, I found this playlist because there really weren't many playlists of Kingdom Hearts 3 after release except for the full soundtrack. And I love finding, like, looking up Legend of Zelda, like a, just a medley of music from all the different games, just relaxing video game music, Zelda, yep. or relaxing video game music, Kingdom Hearts. And it takes music from each of the different games, even the side games like Recoded or Chain of Memories, and puts them together in this playlist. Well, I found a like 58-minute, hour and six-minute, something like that playlist of relaxing Kingdom Hearts 3 music. And I listened to it beginning to end, and I was like, damn, that was such a good game. Because as I listened to each of the songs, I remember, one, putting the disc in for the first time and Lauren taking a picture of me and me like nearly tearing up at the title screen when that movie played and the first song yeah. um, by Utada in Skrillex played. I forget the name of the song, but it's... It's such an odd combination, but it works so well. So listening to that playlist, I was almost nostalgic for a game I played seven months ago, yeah. you know? And so one, I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as you did. And then two, I'm looking forward to playing it probably before the end of the year again, just to see where it's going to rank among my games of the year. Because it's tough. Like you played Monster Hunter World a year ago or two years ago when it came out, and that came out in January. So it's tough when you get to December <coughs> having recent experiences of games you've played in October, November, December. Yeah, it gets tainted or yeah, skewed. Yeah, exactly, of what your view of the game was then. And I want to make sure that Kingdom Hearts 3 gets due justice for my top 10 games of the year come December. Yeah. So. No, I, I'd definitely go through it. I'm proud. It's mm -hmm. not... Playing through it, one, I didn't equip anything. So the second time's a lot easier, mm -hmm. even with the harder difficulty. I Plus, you get some of the grind, mm -hmm. which is fun. I think it's funny that you got basically to the Toy Story world or even further when you, when I told you, like, dude, you got to equip the items and you thought you were equipping and you were unequipping your abilities. Or yeah, whatever. I was like, why do I suck so much? Like, I, And then I was instantly, like, double jumping, sprinting, like, midair, doing some crazy stuff. And I was like, God, I'm an idiot. Yeah. And then, like, playing through the second time, I was, like, breezing through these bosses that were somewhat of a pain mm -hmm. because I had artificially made it really hard. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that again. Um, really good times. Anything else you played this week? Nope, that's about it. Um, just kind of in trying to figure out what I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do some RPG, but I don't want to start a whole new like 60-hour story. So I'm kind of just going back to old stuff and grinding out some loot. But I, I kind of see you wonder trading as grinding loot. Yeah. For me. So. That's cool. So for me, I'm still kind of in a similar boat. Wasn't really sure what to play this week. I did end up finishing Spider-Man. I got yeah. 100%. So I 100%ed the map, collected everything you could collect, did all of the optional side quests, all the crime things. Um, what are those little orange spots? The uh, challenges. The challenges. I did all of that. The only thing that I haven't done is get the platinum trophy. So there's two trophies. One, I need to buy all the suits, yeah. which means I have to grind out some warehouse credits to actually and be those able to are purchase somewhat those. of a pain. Well, they just take so long. Yeah. And you have to complete the optional waves. objectives to get the extra mm-hmm. tokens. Um, and then I have to do some weird thing where I have to string together 10 dudes with a trip mine bomb, web bomb or something yeah. like that. I'll probably just look up a YouTube video. Yeah. Because you're going to have to do crimes to find that many people in one place. And that's the thing. Now that I've already finished it, I'm probably going to have to restart the game on New Game Plus in order to be able to do that. Uh, My guess is, though, if I did New Game Plus, I'd still keep all my suits, and that way those warehouses would reset, and then I could... Well, you'd have to go through the game to get warehouses. And that sucks, because that would take forever. Um, But, I mean, you could always go through New Game Plus when you start the DLC kind of thing. That's true. I'll probably wait. Wait, do crimes not happen anymore? No. So, like, once you clear them in an area, there's no longer any crimes that are being reported. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I should do that. So if there's any trophies related to combat that you haven't gotten yet, I would definitely focus on that. Because they completely disappear. Which is convenient if you're just done with them, but it's inconvenient if you're trying to, like, grind out trophies or whatever. Yeah, because... On your trophies, you start doing trophies for New Game Plus opposed to New Game. Mm-hmm. So you might not even get the trophy if you do a trip mine bomb. No, you would. So would even you? though you're within New Game Plus, you'd get the trophy for completing New Game Plus, but the base game, you'd still get trophies for things that you would do within that. Because when I was looking at the trophies, it showed... Like, it's separate, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's the same thing with like Shadow of War. Oh, like, is it? Yeah. I, I, I don't think they cut that off in any way. Okay, that's um, cool. But, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it so, so much. I think I am burnt out yes. very much. So like, I think I'll probably wait until like spring of next year or something to jump back in and play the DLC. And by then, I'll probably be pennies, my guess. Um, they might even have more DLC at that point. But Yeah, I think it was like 25. Yeah. So I also pulled out the Vita, the PlayStation Vita this week, because um, that's just a fun system to pick up and play. And I have a whole backlog of games that I really haven't touched just because Vita games are stupid expensive now. Like if you want to get Uncharted Golden Abyss, which was a launch title for the system, and really should be like 20 bucks is 50 60 bucks if you want to get it used Mm -hmm. so thankfully i pretty much have the entire library bar maybe two game two or three games that i still want to get for the console Mm -hmm. and i ordered a few this week just because they were cheap and i didn't want to risk them going up in price what'd you get so i ordered lego lord of the rings okay because i want to be able to play that portably (coughs) i also ordered ease origins so you know that e series ease oath and felgana ease seven it's an action rpg 
Okay. It was based on Super Nintendo TurboGrafx-16. It's an older series, and it's just a JRPG with really excellent music. Falcom's the developer, and they also develop a number of strategy RPGs called Trails in the Sky. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to dip into that territory because some of those games go for like 80, 120 hours. Wow. Um, I have it in my Amazon wish list. It's 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. I might snag it because I played the first on PSP and it was a decent, well, it wasn't a decent, it was an excellent strategy RPG. But there were so many side quests and optional content that you could, you know, sink your teeth into that I know I would end up spending hundreds of hours playing it. And again, we've talked about this a dozen times over now. I'm very selective with the types of games that I, because I'd rather go back and play Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy Twelve than dip my my toes into experience that like you're scratching your head like trails and what like what did you just say yeah you know um i'd rather play the it's classics. a safer kind yeah. of investment exactly so i bought ease origin trails or i did not buy trails um lego uh, lord of the rings and then i also got batman origins blackgate which was kind of a metroidvania batman game that was released simultaneously uh, um, alongside um Batman Arkham Origins, which was the third Arkham game, but it wasn't developed by Rocksteady, who developed Asylum, City, and Night. Okay. I just said a lot of things, but... You said, like, every Batman game I could have ever thought of. Yeah. So, Origins was a really good game, but you could tell it played differently than the other Arkham games. Yeah. But when that released, it released alongside um, Blackgate, which was released exclusively on Vita and 3DS. Okay. And what's kind of nice with the Vita is that you still unlock trophies when you play games. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. It especially. goes to your PSN account? Yeah, it goes right through your PSN. Oh, that's cool. And if you go on PSN and look at your friends, you'll see Rusty's playing a game on his Vita. Mm. So just little things that make me happy. Yeah. But anyways, so I played through the original Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. So originally entire game? On PS2, got the Platinum Trophy. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I spent a lot of late nights at Scooby. And yeah, no kidding. It's really not a long game. There's four subworlds and then the boss world, in which within each four within each four worlds, there's of course these mini levels. And in each level, you have the opportunity, it's optional, to collect these little clue bottles. And if you collect all 30, 25, <laughs> or 40, however many there are in each level, then you get then there's this vault at the end of a level. And if you walk up to the vault, Bentley little turtle guy Mm -hmm. he's my psn avatar he'll give you this code to unlock the vault and once you unlock it you get a new ability and it's based on this thievius raccoonus um the book family book yeah Yeah, that has all the previous raccoons and all of the abilities that they were they were good at so now you have like laser eyes (laughs) no you you fly you basically have different dive abilities you can walk without being seen um you can slow down time oh nice those types of things um, you can throw little decoy things. Like have rats kill people. No, it's not Dishonored, but it's close. Okay. Yeah. But it's really good times. A lot of memorable bosses. Miss Ruby, who's this ridiculous alligator, It she has this rhythm game that you have to play. So you're on like a mosquito riding towards her or some other thing that you're just kind of progressively going towards her. And she's throwing these different things at you. And by throwing, it's... X circle triangle. Oh. And so you have to press that in the rhythm of this beat. I don't know. It's just super fun and unique, especially for a PS2 game that came out, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. I love the Sly Cooper games. I love the characters. I mean, Bentley, the little turtle, he's my PSN avatar. I just loved those games growing up. 
and to have them portably in a Vita that look and play just as well as I did back then. Yeah, no, that game looked like a lot of fun. Good times. I wish I would have had a PS2. Well, you can borrow um, Thieves in Time, which is the PS3 game. Okay. Um, I've heard really good things about it. Haven't played it yet, but I've... Yeah, I need to get a new PS3 controller and borrow yours, because mm-hmm. mine won't charge for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you can borrow mine. Yeah, I have to play through that. But yeah, it was a really good time. So I enjoyed that. And then I uh, finally, I bought this, I don't know, six months ago, and I never got a chance to actually hook it up. I got a Retron 5. Yeah, I was curious what the heck that purple thing is. So the Retron 5 allows you to play NES and Famicom games, so Japanese Nintendo Entertainment System yeah. games, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, and Game Boy Color games. Oh, that's the thing you're talking about. Yeah, so there's a wireless controller there, or Bluetooth, I should say. And the controller's kind of clunky, super light. I wouldn't say it's the best. Um, it just doesn't feel really right in your hand. Yeah. And plus, I'm not really sure. There's so many buttons on it. It's kind of like an original Genesis controller where I don't know which button does what. So I'm still learning the mechanics of that. Okay. The really good thing about this system, other than being able to play like six consoles worth of games on it, um, projected um, HDMI output to your TV, is that you can plug in original NES Super Nintendo and Genesis controllers on the side, and you can plug in two controllers for each console. So if we wanted to play you know, TMNT, Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo co-op, we could do that together. That's cool. Which is really nice. So I popped in um, some Land Before Time games on the Game Boy Color. <laughs> Those were good fun, little platformers. And then I put in um, Lauren's right? yeah, Pokemon Sapphire version, and I was just walking around teasing her that I was going to delete her file. Because she has like over 90 hours logged in. And, well, she um, loves uh, Splash. Yeah, so Mudkip, her Splash is like level 100 or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cute. But yeah, it's a fun little console. You'll have to come over sometime and we'll just pop in some Game Boy Advance games and play them. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Uh, we had a contraption under our uh, silver GameCube that was like connected to the bottom and then you could put in Game Boy Advance games and ha- Game Boy Color games. I have one of those too. So it's a Game Boy player. And it's a little black piece that you connect yeah. on the bottom. And then you have... See, here's the thing. If you go on eBay, that little black contraption goes for five, ten bucks. It's the disc that you have to put in the console while you put in your Game Boy Advance games that makes that contraption all together with the disc go for like 80, 100 bucks. Oh, wow. So if you still have it, it's worth a hot penny right now. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. It's in our parents' basement, I think. Yeah, so... Yeah, good stuff. So I really enjoyed playing with that for a little bit. I'm going to keep it up there until... Um, another console will take its place. But also, been waiting for this game for a long time. It's no secret. Really big fan of the more recent Wolfenstein games yes. developed by um, Machine Gun Games and Arcane Studios and, of course, published by Bethesda. And Youngblood, I didn't really know what to expect because you're, of course, not playing as BJ Blazkowicz, mm-hmm. who's the title character of those games. You're instead played by his two daughters of... Who so are he, lizard skins. He had two daughters with Anya, who he met in... I think he met her in the first game, New Order. Um, and then in New Colossus, he got his head cut off and became a cyborg, because that's what happens in Wolfenstein games. Yeah. And then in this one, he plays his two daughters. It's relatively far in the future. You could tell just based on their personality. Um, they're probably in their teen years. And it's just a romp of an adventure. Like, they're... So ridiculous. They're swearing up a storm. They're just... So when you start the game, and I guess to kind of paint the picture of how this game kicks off, BJ 
disappeared off the map for four weeks. Anya, his wife, doesn't know where he is. They called in the FBI because they're friends with someone in the FBI. Like, hey, we don't, yeah, know, where, we don't know where BJ is. Can you help us find him? And they're saying, listen, if BJ wants to disappear... He disappears. No one's finding him. Yeah. And so the daughters are talking to the daughter of the FBI agent who's talking to Anya downstairs. Yeah. And the, she's, of course, using this contraption to hear what they're talking about through the floor. And this, the daughters are like, well... What the heck? Why is no one going to go look for BJ? We have to go find him. We have to go find dad. Well, then they hear something rattle in the attic, and they go up there and find all of this stuff, basically mapping out that BJ went to Paris to find someone and kill someone. And so the daughters are like, heck, let's just get out of here. So they hop in the, the, their mom's helicopter and start flying to Paris because reasons. Yeah. And so then you end up in Paris, and you're in this giant airship, and you're trying to find more information about where your dad is. So it was an airship. It was. And so controls just as well as the previous games. And when you start the game, you're basically asked to play as either Jess or Sophie, the two daughters. Mm -hmm. Purely cosmetic. There's really no difference between the two of them other than the fact the guns that you start out with. So Jess starts out with more of a close-ranged automatic weapon. Mm -hmm. And Sophie starts out with a more long-ranged kind of sniper with a scope weapon, yeah. which that's my preference, so I picked her. And then you go through a number of different cosmetic things that you can change. So your suit, um, your special ability. So you can either have this ability, if you want to play more aggressively, to run and like tackle an enemy, or if you want to, instead, you can have the ability to go invisible for like 15 seconds. Yeah, that's what you chose, right? And so I'm a very much a stealth player when I play these games, as much as I can at least. So I went through, I picked all the different stealth options. And the first mission, you're in this kind of corridor, and you're talking to your sister, and you're like, hey, are you ready for this? And the one sister starts, like, crying. She's like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know if I can kill Nazis like Dad did. And the other sister is like, you got this. We got this. Yeah. She's like, why don't you walk up and distract him, and then I'll come in from behind. And you're like, okay. So this is still all cinematic. You're not playing the game at all. So one of the daughters wa start, starts walking up towards this guy who has his back to you. And you step on like a bag of chips or something. So he turns around and is like, says something in German. Is like, what the heck is going on? And you take this stick and just stab him in the stomach. And of course that didn't kill him. So the daughter packs up. She's like, oh shit, I'm so dead. And the other sister comes up behind him, puts a gun to his head, quite literally blows his head off. His head explodes and his yeah. brains like go on the other daughter. <laughs> and so the daughter that shot him is literally vomiting, like projectile <laughs> vomiting. Like, oh shit. She's projectile vomiting, and she's like, oh, Rick, yeah, that was so cool. Did you see that? And she's like, I have brain on my face. And she's just, <laughs> so it's just really like self-aware and humorous. I yeah. love how they kind of have that spit on it, and it's not just this, like, you know, um, like He-Man, this guy, bro guy, just coming in with a big machine gun, killing people, yeah. like some of the previous Wolfenstein games are. Um, plus, it's set in the 80s, so there's all this crazy synth music playing in the background. That's cool. Or heavy metal. So I think it's going to be good times. Last night when I was playing, I wasn't really feeling it. Um, and then this morning, I finished that first kind of tutorial mission. And it's, it, it's kind of something like Is the setting that the Nazis won the war? Is that the yeah, setting? Yeah, it's a Nazi-controlled Germany. Okay. Yeah, or like Europe, I should say. Oh, okay. So yeah. they did win. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So the, I mean, even, not cool, but Even the United States is, is not <laughs> clearly not what it's like today. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll have to play those. So you recommend playing the first one first? 
Absolutely. Because you get, you really see the human side of BJ. And this sounds so stupid because BJ is seriously, he seems like the most unhuman vegetable of a character, but you really get a taste for his backstory. Um, more so in New Colossus, like you said in the beginning, I understand it's rough. You have to kill your dog, or at least your dad tries to force you to do so. Yeah, but I definitely didn't. BJ's effed up in the head. He has a messed up past. He quite literally kills Hitler and, you know, all that good stuff. But um, I recommend playing New Order because that's when you meet Anya, who ends up becoming his the love of his life. He ends up marrying her and having so two is kids. It, what's the order? So it goes... So New Order is the first one. Yeah. Old Blood is the DLC, which I recommend playing. Before or after? Before New Colossus. Oh, okay. So the DLC before the second game. Yeah. New Order, Old Blood DLC, New Colossus, Young then, Blood. Okay. I think you should start New Order like today. I could do that. Just give it a shot. Um, play on an easy difficulty because it's balls hard. Like those games are seriously nuts. Even on stealth, like it's disgusting how hard the final boss is. Really? Yeah, I, played, I remember you. I played saying. it on the easiest difficulty and I barely beat him. So how people play that game on unrealistic or whatever the hardest difficulty yeah. is, is beyond. Because I, like Halo, I just like love running and gunning. Mm-hmm. And you can do that in Halo pretty easily. Even on um, like the one above normal, heroic. You can still run and gun, and I tried doing that on when I played Wolfenstein 2. No. Yeah, it didn't go well. Yeah, so one of the biggest things you want to try and do, when you enter a new area, there's captains. Yeah. So you want to try and find them, stealth kill them, because then they can't call in reinforcements. So even if you alert the guards after those captains are killed, no one else is coming beyond the guys that are there. So you should be okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, love and Wolfenstein, good times with young blood. I'll probably have more impressions next week. I may finish it by then. I mean, this was a budget title. It released at $30. So I'm not really sure if this is like a five to six hour DLC adventure mm-hmm. or if this is kind of 10 to 15 hours like the other games are. Okay. But we'll see. Cool. Yeah, I could definitely start that. Well, I think if that's all the games we've been playing recently, we can move into questions. Yep. So thankfully, executive producer of the show, Travis, rode into the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and pull that up. I told him not to because he went on vacation. Uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. And, oh, nice. We got all kinds of good stuff here. All right. He says, yeah, yeah, I know. Greetings from the bucolic region of our state. Bucolic. Is that, um, is that... I think it's a person, maybe? Bucolic. I've never heard that before. Relating to the pleasant aspects of the countryside and country life. That explains the picture then. Yes, it does. All right, good stuff. All right, he says, I know Rusty said to not bother writing as I'm out of town for a mini vacay, but I haven't had caffeine all week and I just now drank a cup of joe. So (laughs) the words are flowing too strongly to waste. Or the words are flowing too strongly to waste. I'm sorry, so quick pause. When I was playing my Vita earlier this week and Scooby jumped up on the couch and I was trying to manage him with one hand and just to get him to sit down and just kind of lay next to me, I accidentally like ninja star threw my Vita at my laptop that was open. Yeah. And it cracked my screen again. So now not only do I have like a psycho line vertically, I have horizontal lines going as well where I can't really see a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it to Best Buy. And not s- only does he have the prime meridian, he has the Tropic of Cancer. I do. And so it's nearly impossible to see and read anything. 
Uh, I really should have just pulled this up my phone. But Probably. Well, too late now. We're, We're already recording. It. We're going for it. He said, I recently double dipped on Breath of the Wild and grabbed a copy for Switch. I played it on Wii U originally, back when it first came out, and played most of it handheld. He said, I've been playing some handheld again, but I'm really trying to mainly play Doc. The game is freaking gorgeous. I'm having such a blast just riding my horses around and taking in the sights. A handful of questions for you two. Number I actually one. had the urge to play that game this week. Yeah? Except you still have it. You can take it. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Okay. Number one, is there anything recent, an album, game, movie, TV show, that you almost quit at first, but then grew to love? Hmm. I'm trying to think what games... I've quit a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I've grown to love it. Um, Oblivion's a big one for me. I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast that I wasn't a big fan when I first played that. Yeah, um, you were just talking this week that you wanted to get back into that one. Oh, here's a good one. John Mayer's Continuum album. To me now, is like one of the greatest albums that I've listened to in very recent memory, even though it's a relatively old album. One song in particular that I always skipped because the opening, I just... You know, there's an opening to certain songs, and you just not nah, like five seconds in, you already know you're not going to like this song. Mm-hmm. One of them was "Boldest Love," originally by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I must have listened to that song 25 times in one day, like two weeks ago. So, "Continuum" is a big one for me. I think beginning to end, you know, like typically most albums when they come out have like three to four songs. If there's like 12 to 14 songs on it that you're like, oh, those are great songs. Yeah. But the rest is just like, eh, I'm probably just going to skip this to get to my favorites. Continuum is one of those albums where I can listen listen to beginning to end where it's like, gosh, this is just great music. I don't remember the last time I listened to like a full album. Like I've just been doing singles or like one-offs. You need to listen to Wasting Light by the Foo Fighters. Okay. It's my favorite album by them. I actually have a list of these NF songs in my... Uh, general kenobi spreadsheet so another one actually nf just dropped a new album you should definitely check it out it's called the search 20 freaking songs on that album Mm. and i would say the first eight or nine songs until you get to the interlude are pure fire and then after that it gets one pretty dark emotional he talks a lot about mental health in this record and I think he more alluded to it in things like Therapyception and Perception, his second and third albums. Yeah. And certainly Mansion as well. I mean, one of the songs is literally called Paralyzed. What was that song that we played earlier that I wanted to know the name of? Uh, when I Grow Up. When I Grow Up. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of really great hits on this record. And then if you're in it for purely beats and just him rapping really fast, you're not going to like the back half of the album because there's songs called Trauma and um, thinking and let it go or let me go, I think is what it's called. Things that are a little bit slower, but mm-hmm. his wordplay is is really, in my opinion at least, unparalleled. And yeah, I, think, I don't need like super, because if you go super fast, it becomes mumbly. Yeah. Or like where the newer rappers are just like blending some of their sounds mm-hmm. or not like slurring, but they make it sound like they're going faster than they are. Yeah. For just the effect. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have something... Like, I like some of his slower stuff. Yeah, me too. No, and I think he, there's a lot of great stuff here, especially the back half of the album that you'll really like once you get a, bit, a chance. Um, I just think that um, he doesn't get enough attention, for one, and I think he's overlooked by a lot of people because rap, I think, has become synonymous with 
just painting women in a terrible light, drugs, sex, um, and, and just beats. Like it has nothing to do with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time, and I'm totally guilty of this growing up listening to rap where um, I walk it out, I walk it out. I'm well, I had no idea what I was singing. And most of the time I was just nodding my head because I liked the beat. And I think NF not only satisfies that itch as far as these crazy beat drops, mm-hmm. but also like if you're if you're really interested in lyrics that have purpose and meaning, that he's clearly taken intricate time and care in crafting this, yeah. this record especially, give it a listen. I mean, he dropped three albums in three years, and then he waited two years to drop this one. So really good stuff. The first time I listened to it all the way through, I was like, eh, I really don't like the back half of the album. But as I've listened to it more, it's really growing on me. So I guess that's somewhat of an example, but I cannot wait to see him. I, I think my main one would be Kingdom Hearts, the original. Oh, yeah. Great I example. did not like that at all when I first did it. I I think I got to the first or second world and I said, this, this sucks. I don't want to do this. And then Lauren married Rusty and then he's just constantly going on and on, just droning about this game, Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I have to try it. So I ended up playing it, and I, I liked it. Some of the mechanics, obviously, are clunky. Like the last boss, when Mickey and uh, Donald, or not Mickey and Donald, Donald Thank and you. Goofy, oh. are, um, you're in that little bubble, and what's his face? One of the many forms of Xehanort is like zooming around that bubble on that island. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that fight was kind of rough. But yeah, I I really like the uh, Kingdom Hearts games. That's a good example. Uh, I'm trying to think what other games or music. Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan, but Toxic. Mm. My jam. Definitely. I love hearing that kind of old stuff. Like even this is a this is off question, but like I heard Avicii on WNCI this morning. Mm-hmm. And like he's been gone or dead for like a couple years now. Yeah. And like I'm glad his music is still around cuz it's something to jam out to in my uh man van right now. <laughs> yeah, when are you going to get your car fixed, bro? Uh this week. Are you? I had a really busy week with people in Japan. Yeah. So um, and I was trying to like pin down a dog, yeah, or get that dog stuff worked out. But yeah, this week, okay, That's yeah. Fair. But I mean, I can rock a Honda Odyssey. You can pretty hard. Yeah, if it's a have- lot lower than I'm like. You'd think usually like trucks and like SUVs and things mm-hmm. would be higher up, but it's it's a low riding. I think if you didn't have band. the beard, you would be able to pull it off though. Yeah, you know, you get sleeveless shirt, like one arm out the window. Oh yeah, breeze in my hair. Maybe not like even smoke Fabio-ing a cigarette, that shit. but just have a cigarette in hand. You know, just to really <laughs> yeah. solidify. Or a look. cigar. That would be it right there. Or like one of those long cigarettes where it's got that like plasticky white thing. Sure. Yeah, I think Corella Deville smoked those. Yeah, and I'll have like white gloves, <laughs> like Michael Jackson gloves. You only need one though. Get some sparkles on it. Why did he only have one on? Don't tell Michael Jackson what to do. <laughs> just spit on you. Yeah, it's all right. It's not the first time. Yeah. But those are uh, probably the ones that come to mind first, I would say. Yeah, usually if I hate something, it sticks with hating. Yeah. I'm a very hateful person. Unless someone, like when I was talking to you about Kingdom Hearts, unless someone that's really adamant that like just give it its fair shot, mm-hmm. stick through the first season, it gets better in season two type of thing. Yeah. So. Like going back 
Um, I can't sit through the office. The first season's rough. It's really rough. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Scott is so over the top. Yeah. You're there for Jim and Pam, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think so. So cool. Yeah, cool. Thanks question for writing in. Oh, he's got more questions. Oh, thanks for your second question then. <laughs> he's got five questions. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> question number two, Ryan. Do you have any hated style trends? God, that freaking haircut with the like long on top and the buzzed on the side from that one um Brad Cruz Brad, Brad Pitt movie. Brad Cruz. <laughs> if they had a man child. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Cruz. Fury. Yeah, Fury. Mm-hmm. It's that style that I don't understand. So that that are man buns. Oh, man buns can die. Like I will if I see some of the man bun, I'm lighting your head on fire. Yeah, it's just this little poop on poop. It's this little like poof on top. Yeah, and you really just want to grab them and just start punching them in the nads, or just scalp them. That. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the first thing I was like, oh gosh, you're lifting weights and you got a man bun. Let's scalp you. Maybe a little much. Um, Another one, so I've kind of gotten over the whole Brad Pitt shave the side of your head thing, but when females do it, it's even worse to me. No, they do one side. Yeah, like they just shave half their head. I don't know what's happening there. I don't understand that. Yeah. Or random colored hair. I don't understand that. Some people pull it off, though. Like some people can do like purple hair or like a, a pink streak type of thing. I was going back to classic shows or like YouTube videos last night. Jenna Marbles has uh, like going way back in the day. She has like purple hair. Who's Jenna Marbles? She was like the biggest YouTuber on the platform maybe five, ten, six years ago. Okay. She has some weird videos. But yeah, she has blue hair. But generally, you're, I like look at that. I'm like, what job market allows you to have that? Because we're in professional, like, businessy world. Yeah. yeah. And, like, some engineers at our place have blue hair. But, like, business side or, like, purchasing side, you'd never be able to do that. Like, if I got blue hair, I'd be, like, fired. Well, I'd probably or, like, been, pushed to fired. Yeah, I'd probably admit you somewhere if that happened. Like, what's your motivation here? Yeah, well, it'd be like a nice light teal, mm-hmm. kind of like most of your <laughs> accents in this apartment. Yeah, well, we just got a Scooby Bowl that's blue too. It's this teal color. God, fucking Lord. Yeah, and Tiffany blue is also another really good color. Okay. Yeah. Another style trend that kind of pisses me off, just because of, I don't know. At least I didn't feel like it was like this when I was like in middle school, early high school. Maybe it was. But I feel like it's continuing to get worse, especially in the neighborhood that we live in or the city that we live in, yeah. and even the one that you grew up in. When we go to this particular festival, that's actually next weekend, Yeah, all of the, they look like they're 10 to me, but they're probably teenagers, um, have like these belly shirts. Basically, their bras are showing. Their butts are basically showing because their shorts are so small. Yeah, shorts and are getting way shorter. And it's like, what? Mom and dad is allowing them to walk out of the house. And then I look at the mom and she's dressed the same freaking way. It's like, have some modesty. Like, that's what attracted me most to your sister is because she was so modest. Because she was in a burqa. <laughs> <laughs> you got a light girl? Like, yeah, I was... do you like that eye slit? Hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, look at those pupils. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's not getting a tan. No, she's not. But, um... But yeah, modesty is completely yeah, lost I, I, these days. I don't know if that's the industry itself, but like 
clothes are becoming less clothes and they're going up in price that's what pisses me off less fabric more dollars please right textiles it's probably because there's tariffs on them but just move to indonesia yeah what else pisses me off trend wise beards probably people like we i was driving through our neighborhood and there's a gym because to get into my place you have to pull Trying to think. You go off the main road and take a left, and then you have to go through the neighborhood. But there's like a crossing between the gym and like the apartments. The Russians know where you live now. Take a left at the gym. Find it. Mm-hmm. No, it's there's people just looking at their phones crossing the road, and there's like three cars deep. And he didn't even look up. Didn't even look up. Just people texting pisses me off. Driving and texting pisses me off. Seeing a bus driver texting with like a bunch of kids in the back. That's disgusting. Really pisses me off. Technology. Like yeah. Like a lot, the, the lack of interaction because of technology. I agree. It's an irritating trend. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was trying to look up something about dogs or, no, what was it? I was trying to look up because dad asked me if the ferment process of whiskey happens once it's in a bottle or if it only happens when it's in a barrel like a barrel and i think it's when it hits air for packaging it it actually stops the fermentation process makes sense yeah but it like the second i went onto the website to like read an answer it was like please like the only option at the bottom was accept and it's we are going to track all your data. Please oh, give yeah. up all your personal information. I was like, what the heck? All I want to do is read about the the, the Want to deny us process. pizza? Just give us your social security number first, please. It really is. It's weird. It's scary. Or like verbally go through your credit card stuff. But I was trying to order a Chipotle burrito. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just... I just physically drive there now because to order something on like over the phone, they're like, please list out your credit card Why don't you just use DoorDash? Because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, DoorDash, bro. I mean, it's a little bit more expensive because you have to pay for the delivery fee. That's fine. And everything like that. But the convenience of getting it, you go to DoorDash. Do you have to make an account? Uh, Do you have a PayPal account? No. You can use your credit card. Okay, Um, that's fine. And you can, just like an Amazon account, you link your credit card or debit or whatever it might be on there. You order it, and then as far as like a burrito or a bowl, there's all the ingredients there. You just check them all off, the ones you want. Click add to cart just like anything else. Hook it up. And then you mm. they track. It's just like an Uber driver. It tells you, you exactly where they are. Can you tip via computer? Yes. Nice. So literally, they'll come up to your door. They hand it to you. There's That's all. That's the interaction you have. Dude, I might get some BJ's tonight. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> well, I might get some BJ's burgers oh, and food. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Should I name the episode podcast that? I'm going to get some <laughs> BJ's just, tonight. Because... Ryan's son listens. Oh. And he was like, dude, you ruined Lion King for my son. And I was like, oh, oh no. Well, I was like, you, you, he was joking. Yeah. But if I'm like, yo, I'm going to get some BJ's tonight, that's probably not a good idea. He doesn't know what that and it's, stands for. It's a, um, a burger and like a nice restaurant here on the main strip that we live on. Yeah. For clarification and for uh, an E for everyone rating. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Question number three. In honor of Breath of the Wild, would you rather explore forested mountains, windy pastureland, or sunny beaches, Ryan? Definitely forests. Come on now. Forested mountains? Yeah, forested mountains. Can um, I take the fellowship with me, too? There's no restrictions to these I'm questions. I think, because I've... 
played the entire game. The beaches are interesting because there's one... I don't know if I can picture where it is on the map, but there's like a little town on the side of a beach, which is fun. But Are a you lot talking like locally here? No, Breath of the Wild. Oh. Is that what the question was? He said in, the sp- in honor of Breath of the Wild, oh. would you rather explore, I think in the real world, forested mountains, windy pasture land, or sunny beaches? Oh, definitely mountains. Okay. Um, I'd be terrified of bears and that kind of thing. Um, I, I feel like I'd lose to a bear pretty, pretty bad. You could give him a fair shot. I mean, he would literally just snap me in half and eat me like a twig. So, yeah, I'm going to go up against an 800-pound bear. <laughs> you got this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like me <laughs> boxing a bear. You got to go in with confidence, Ryan. Yeah, confidence is key. Question number four? Okay. Are you, what, where else would you like to go? I'm trying to think how I'd win against a bear. Well, when we were in Alaska, they were telling us about like how to, what to do with a bear, like mm-hmm. if it walks on the path. And they said basically, don't act like prey. So like to stand up big, like flex your lats, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like rip off your shirt and flex your abs <laughs> and like get big, bro. Yeah. And then they said like to make or like whisper or like talk loudly to it. Right. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. <laughs> mm, that's some nice paw you got there. Yeah. Just like nasty, dirty talk. Yeah. Mm, give me some of those pads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So the mountains. Bear that's, dirty that's talk. That's what okay. I want. We're going on. Bear dirty talk. Yeah, four. Mm, give me those Bernsteins. Favorite. <laughs> Ryan, favorite coffee bean? Favorite roast level? Travis is a fan of dark roasted uh, Sumatran, but I'm growing to enjoy some lighter roasts. Yeah, I know the specific bean type. <laughs> uh, I usually go with the uh, light roast because it has the most caffeination. Yes, I am um, a big fan of Starbucks blonde roast. Yes. I think that's roasted in Colombia and Ethiopia. Cool. I have I get no the idea. the one with the, uh, what is that bird that, why I'm losing my mind. It, a toucan. No, it, it has, it eats sugar and it flaps its wings really quick. Hummingbird. Oh, hummingbird. Yeah. We have like a little Starbucks thing at work and it has a hummingbird on it. It's a light roast. Um, I used to really like dark roasts because it's, you feel like you're drinking coffee. Like, it's really deep and coffee-esque. Yeah, I like the bitterness of it yeah. back in the day. Well, that's probably why you liked IPAs so much. Yeah. Um, Can't drink those anymore. Yeah. Now you just go right for the liquor. Right for the liquor. <laughs> now I'm a light beer drinker. Yeah. No, I um, I go... Now I'm just... I get tired. I've been... I've found that after I got back from Japan, I require more sleep. I, like, screwed up circadian rhythms or something, but now I require... Like, I can't get up at... Anymore, yeah, that makes sense. So I'm all light roast for caffeination. Okay, but I've been trying to cut back just for like acid reflux sake, and like I water it down with some ice mm-hmm. so it's not super hot. Because the uh, Yeti that you guys got me for whatever my birthday or there's a holiday, Christmas, Christmas, maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, it keeps it hot for like Forever. eight ten hours. Yeah, that's crazy. So I just ice it down. That's fair. Well, I wish I was better versed in coffee roasts and beans. Yeah. I don't know the beans. Let's Google it. Find out next week on our Talker Brothers, our favorite yeah. coffee beans. Question so number we'll five, We'll have an entire episode talking about beans. Yeah. Question number five, Ryan. You okay with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. What's your favorite farm animal? I need the sound, too. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't actually say that. Oh, uh... 
farm animal? I don't know. Are horses farm animals? Sure. Sure. I like zebras. Nay. Yeah. Is that a horse? Yeah. That's a, a horse. horse. Yeah. Goats and horses and So Travis says he thinks goats are hilarious and I agree with him. I do. I like the ones that like pass out when they're afraid. Is that a thing? Yeah, there's goats that pass out when they're afraid. They just like stiffen and fall over. Nice. You've never seen those. No. I don't watch I don't go down the black hole of YouTube as much yeah, as you okay. do. To the point where I'm watching videos about goats passing out or male strippers from Puerto Rico or wherever he's from. That's that's fair. <laughs> Touche. That was kind of a personal attack, but you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I accept that, but it still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, or like the little goats that are like super energetic as kids are like little baby goats and they like jump and like hit kids. Okay. You're a big fan of abusive goats toward children. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm a fan. Are the ones that just start yelling or and they put like Taylor Swift songs with goats in the background. God, how the heck do you end up on this stuff on YouTube? Well, it goes from black holes to goat screaming. <laughs> so <laughs> like, they're right next door. The natural progression. Yeah. Well, Travis ends the email with, have a good one. Thanks, guys. Travis, thanks for writing yeah, thanks. in. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully Appreciate your vacation was fun. Yes. Hopefully you're enjoying more coffee, too. And that new NF album. Check it out, folks. But as I said in the beginning of the show, Ryan has an educational program for you guys about adult life. How to do it, how not to do it, suggestions, best tips, best practices. Ryan, I'll hand it over to you, bro. I don't know what's going on here. Okay, so I broke it up into, because I thought we were both going to do this, and then one of us slacked. I was I did good, bad, and then suggestions. Okay. So, so I'm going to start with the bad, because... Yeah. Let's end bad, on a good note. Yeah. So... I just have a list of like 11 bad things that suck about being an adult. Okay. And you don't really think about them as kids, but not always a happy thing. And like, it's, it's weird being a kid. You want to pretend you're older. Yeah. Like age really matters. Like, dude, I'm like six and a half or like six and three quarters. Yeah. And that matters. No, it's like, I'm like 27. You can shut, shut up if you mention my age. Yeah. Cause you're getting closer to 30. It's a weird thing. It's a weird age. It is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's already having his midlife crisis. Yeah, like a third life crisis if I make it that long. So I guess my first bad thing about being an adult is if you don't do it, no one else will. That's like a great piece of advice. Cleaning. It's surprising how quickly your apartment can go to shit. Yeah. Like clothes... Like I don't I don't use many clothes because I have a uniform, but like workout stuff or like dishes or dust, like sweeping a floor. It's nice having a like a wood a wood floor now. Yeah. But like vacuuming. Oh, I'm dude, sure with a dog. It's worse. I mean, I, I, Lauren and I could like look. I vacuumed yesterday, and it looks as if I we haven't vacuumed in weeks because <laughs> there's dog hair everywhere. Yeah. Looks like there might be a poop or vomit stain there or something like that. There's pee over there, like. It's ridiculous with the dog. And, and I'm sure with kids, it gets exponentially worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not easy. Um, thankfully, I'm kind of OCD about cleanliness. Like, mm-hmm. not to the point where I have to wash my hands 49 times a day or anything like that. But, uh, I, I mean, I don't like clutter. So, like, when Lauren has a bunch of stuff on the counter, or even I do, it's like I'm organizing that shit fast because it's just... Well, like, even this amount of stuff on, like, your kitchen counter stresses me out. Like, 
Mine is completely empty except for a George Foreman and like a bottle of soap. Yeah. And that's how I like it. Or like my kitchen table is completely empty except for a plant. Yeah, we need to do some serious purging because we just have so much crap around here. Yeah. And it's freaking me out. But I really like the like minimalist style mm-hmm. of, I mean, I need more stuff on my walls maybe to make it feel homey. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You, you also have two people and a dog. Yeah, you should consider getting... Um, well, I have my rainbow cow that I want to put probably here. Okay. Like above my kitchen. Or like some... Um, oh, I also have my paintings that I've done that yeah, I probably I need to start painting. I don't need to tell painting. you what to do. I was going to say like old school movie posters of like the classic three Star Wars movies. Yeah. Putting those in po- like poster well, frames. I got a lot of crap from one of my uh, girl coworkers for like accents and like she's going into like how you color an apartment. And I was like, hmm. That's not your job to worry about today. I yeah. mean, th- listen, you, you're you a single dude. You're living in a bro pad. Yeah, if I want a rainbow cow on my wall, I'm going to freaking get it. Yeah. If I want a Star Wars Lego in my bedroom, I'm going to buy it and build it for nine hours and put it there for display. And until you find a girl that's okay with your rainbow cow, Ryan. If you don't accept me for me, <laughs> just piss off. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, number two. <laughs> Dark circles. Nice. Yes. Dark circles suck. Um, I'm predisposed to dark circles because of my genes. Armenians have dark circles, and we don't age well. You and your father are probably going to age well. Your father has aged well. How about that? Well, my mom has, too, and she's yeah. Italian, and typically Italians are known for dark circles as well. Yeah, you don't have dark Dark circles. Lauren has dark circles. Yeah. Yeah. So being tired sucks. And it seemed like doing research for this on shitty things about being an adult, there was a lot of depressing stuff. Like you quickly age after a certain point. Yeah. Like genetically, 21 is your prime and everything else after that is downhill. Dude, I haven't even hit my prime years yet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell me in like two years when you have knee replacements. Yeah, that's true. My knees suck. Uh, number three, student debt. Not fun. Trillions of dollars nationwide. You don't even least. have any though. I don't, but it sucks. Yeah. From what I've heard. You have some. I can speak to that. It's not fun. I'm about to pay off one of my student loans, but I have a heck ton to pay down otherwise. Yeah, and how can you have a pack full of dogs if you're paying for school? That's what I'm saying. Scooby hit the road. Hit the road, Jack. Yeah, that's right. No, but so Lauren and I were working on our finances this morning, and based on all of our investments, 401k, we're still positive, like, a really good number. Yeah. As far as, and that's discounting all of our debt. Like, so, (laughs) including, I have a little bit left on the car, like, really minimal. Yeah, but you did that to do credit, right? Or gain your credit score. Yeah, yeah. I did. So I'm paying off, like, honestly, I could pay it off right now if I wanted to. No questions asked. Lauren and I wouldn't be struggling. But it's healthy to have a little bit of debt. Like, I think your dad instilled in you and Lauren, like, no debt, which, yes, that's good, especially with how the economy has gone. But my dad instilled in me having healthy credit, and there's, like, a healthy balance yeah, there. Yeah, we were always had a little bit on, like, credit cards and things, because we had credit cards since, like, early high school yeah. to gain that credit score. So we could, like, I got my apartment just on my name. Yeah, I mean, it's because like you, now I have a credit score. You build some credit every month, oh, hey. and then you pay it off at the end of every month. And if you're not able to pay off your credit card every month, then you're buying too much. And that's one thing I wish they would have taught in like high school. Yeah. Uh, taxes, like how to do those, and those also suck. That's one of them. 
actually that's the next one but like uh how to do taxes how student loans work how to finance or like kind of map out finances how to create a budget yes because where we live and i'm assuming in the city that you grew up in too like it's very much keeping up with the joneses yes but the joneses really don't care and that messaging was never instilled upon us it also wasn't made aware that a lot of those parents are trying so hard to keep up with the joneses that they're in like so much debt they're drowning and their kids don't know the difference they're still getting you know, their Mercedes Benz for their 16th birthday or whatever. Yeah, like even going down this road that we get to go to that road that we get onto work, mm-hmm. trying to do any names for roads, um, there was like a new uh, Lamborghini. I was like, that's an awesome looking car, but I'm not going to drop the equivalent of a house worth of money <laughs> on a car that's going to depreciate in like yeah, two years. That's stupid. But it looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like that Jones guy. As guy, long as you're keeping up with appearances, that's really yeah, he's matters. keeping up with some Joneses. Yeah. Um, number five, becoming uncool. At a certain point, it's like, yo, hey, what's up with the new jive, bro? Like Fortnite. That's yeah. cool now. I find it very uncool. But. At a certain point, you be you're out of touch with everything that's in style, like everything we ranted about on that the question of what styles we find to be uncool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this isn't for me, and I know like for guys, the new thing is like wear like white Nikes with Adidas black workout pants that like get tighter down your leg as they further go to the point when they're at your ankles, it's literally like skin tight. Yeah, I've seen those. And then you wear like a little hoodie because that's just what guys wear nowadays. And for me, I like I don't like tight things cuz I'm insecure and like I don't like feeling like things are tight on my skin. Yeah. I like looser things. So like this shirt's kind of like a dry fit t-shirt with gym shorts. That's what Rusty likes to wear. If you want to wear tight pants, that's fine. I can do somewhat tight like like skinny jeans to a certain extent, like yeah. not skin tight the whole way down, but a little bit of a tighter fit. But, yeah, skin-tight stuff is not my style. No, I agree. I had one pair of skinny jeans back in high school because I thought it'd be cool. It wasn't cool. No. There's zero breathing. Yeah, like, that's a big issue. Everything's just packed away, and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you bend over, and you're, like, freaking plumber cracking everyone. Yeah, have you ever heard the song by Counting Crows, Hanging Around? Things need to be hanging out. I mean, just need <laughs> some breathing. stuffed up inside of you. Need some breathing room. You ease up on that Cray Master muscle. Um, so let's see. Birthdays suck after 21 because there's nothing good about, except for maybe 25 where you can, uh, rent a car, rent a car, but, and the insurance. That's what we're thinking about now. That's old. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. My insurance got a lot better once it hit 25 and I wasn't labeled a crappy driver. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, certainly the, the significance of the birthday party and people making a big deal out of it. That kind of sucks. But as far as like hitting your 30s or hitting your 40s, I'm excited about that because I think living is an awesome thing. And yeah, you're... Yeah, I prefer to be alive. You're naturally approaching death. The, the You know, the older the you get... The second you're alive. You can kind of look at it like glass half full, glass half empty. I'm just not a fan of birthdays, but like as your number goes up, like it's... Birthdays used to be awesome. Yeah. Like birthday parties, you got pinatas... You're bowling, like random surprise parties and stuff. Yeah, but you now they're like, cheeses. "Hey, you got a birthday? Like, cool." Yeah, got a bunch of people saying happy birthday on Facebook. 
Yeah, it can be annoying, but I think the the idea of getting older, especially just with family and friends and the people you love most, that's kind of cool. Yes. And then just seeing the world change, hopefully for the better right now. Not a whole lot of hope there, but... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're uh, quickly dying, approaching heat death. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, okay. Save the ocean, little plug there. Um, So summer vacations are gone. And if you have summer vacations, generally it's called unemployment. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It was really late at night when I was coming up with these. Gosh, do you have like a bottle of Jack Daniels (laughs) that you were just like chugging as you were writing these things? Yeah, really depressing Nirvana music. Wow, that's rough. I think... I miss summer vacations. Like spending time at the pool and like having three months off to bike around or airsoft fight in the woods. Oh, those were good times. Yeah, and very painful times. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of stuff I miss. Like freedom for three months. I had some of the best summers growing up, particularly like late middle school, high school with some of my buddies. Yeah. Like I remember they they unlocked or released like a classic Nickelodeon station that would on nonstop loop play the old school TV game shows like Guts, Double Dare, Legends oh. of the Hidden Temple. And my buddies and I would flip between that and the World Cup of 2010, I think it was. We'd flip between those things. We had like those mini cans of soda. You yeah. know, like the ones that are, I guess, eight ounces as opposed to 12 or something. Or they're six ounces as opposed to 12. Yes. We'd have those. Mike sells potato chips, some of the best potato chips you can get. And we'd play either Scrabble or Payday. And we would just play those What's board payday? games. It's a calendar, and it's a really fast-paced game. I think you roll a dice, and as you go through each of the different days of the calendar, it's kind of like life on speed, like the game of life okay. on speed kind of thing. Yeah. Super quick pace, a lot of fun, though. We would play that in Scrabble for days, and then we'd play Rock Band, and that's when Rock Band and Guitar Hero were yeah. really big. That summer, watching the World Cup, and then we'd go to the high school that I went to, and we go in the football field and play soccer the length of the field with like five guys. It was just a really good time. A lot of memorable long nights just hanging out, talking, rock band, World Cup. Good stuff. It's those memories that you kind of just like cherish forever, you know? Yeah. And you really hate your life when you realize you're never going to have that again. <laughs> Precisely. Summer, yeah, vacation. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. No, I, I definitely miss those. I mean, I guess you could if you have a teacher, if you're a teacher, but generally teachers have like a second job yeah. to make up being a tech, like kind of unemployed for that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, rent. Having to pay, because I never had to pay like rent when I was a kid to yeah. my parents to live in my... To pay, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, it's that time of the month again. It's yeah, seven I'm years like old. Six. <laughs> like Pay up or die. Yeah. Or like even when I was living at my parents' Like, right after I graduated, because I commuted from there just to save some money. Yeah. I didn't pay rent. I paid for my food and, like, all my other stuff, insurance and things. But, like, not paying... Now, having paying rent. <coughs> like, I don't regret moving it at all, because it's awesome. But it's still a lot of money. Yeah, it is. I mean, that utilities, then you have to figure in internet, if you want cable, Netflix, the whole nine. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Groceries, which you buy a crap ton of food. Yeah. Life is expensive. It is. Yeah. Um, work can either be good or bad. It depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you realize you spend more time at work than you do at home because you sleep at home and you see the people at work 
more so than you do your family. Mm-hmm. Or Scooby. Yeah. And then Bills being the last thing. Yeah, all of those things can be very challenging adult life. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you are struggling Sentences today with all the words. So as far as positive things, we do have those. So... As I'm glad your old boss, Ryan, is going to know that you lumped work under the negative category of adult life. Not that he think, not well, that I believe it's he... Not, I didn't say it's specifically because Ryan was a jerk to me and like made me question my life every single day. And like I went to HR about him. Which he did, Ryan. These are all true things. Yeah. He's a jerk. Allegedly. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, no, work can be good and bad. I, I enjoy what I do. It's fast-paced and exhausting, but it's rewarding when you are successful. Sure. All right. But positive things. What's up? Positive things. Um, you can make, like, time is your own, and you can make choices and do whatever you want within the confines of the law. Sure. Yeah. No, There's no adults telling you what to do, really, because you are the adult. Oh, was that so that that's the number that's one? That's the first good okay. thing. Okay, yeah. No, I think that's, yeah. Just having the freedom to do what you want, like, especially, I mean, certainly when you're married, you have to communicate and make sure that, like, you yeah, guys Yeah, you're are, no longer a free adult. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, Lauren and I, just, or, things are wonderful. We're, it's fun to be married. But anyways, um, yeah, you're communicating and you have to make sure that, like, you guys are on the same page all the time. Yeah. But it's also nice to have a wife or significant other that you can just say, like, hey... I'm exhausted. I need some me time. I'm going to go see a movie. I, you know, I'm going to go see Pet Cemetery by myself. And she's like, to see that. I'm not fighting you on that. Go yeah. see Pet Cemetery by yourself. I'll hang here and watch Friends and <laughs> crochet or do a puzzle or something, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, married life's great. We'll get you there, bro. Another good thing. We'll get yeah, you there. Yeah, eventually. Number two, money. Yeah. Finally getting a paycheck that's... More so than like minimum wage, which is really nice, and um, being able to spend on whatever you want after the you pay for bills. I, I think mean, budgeting too is, can be really fun. Yeah. Just figuring out. I mean, it can be scary too, and it can be eye opening to figure out. Okay, I'm not making enough money to support myself, and I don't mean to laugh, but like I need to either get a second job or get a two year education so that I can support my family, myself, yeah. whatever it might be. But I think one of the best moments I had growing up was getting a job at Kroger, which is a local grocery store. And Kroger's. Every, it's Kroger. <laughs> I've only called it Kroger's my entire life. I know. So it was like heart-wrenching and like question my identity when you said it's Kroger. Yeah. Well, I worked there for seven years. Yeah, I, I know. know. You, you and your union will correct me at all costs. That's right. But walking up there on a Thursday or Friday, whenever it was... And I would say, oh, Lewis. And they'd, oh, here, oh, here's your paycheck, Rusty. Do you want to cash right here? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, 350 bucks. And they're just sitting here like slapping down 20s. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Making it rain. <laughs> Rolling in the cash. And then, yeah, you'd blow it all on video games or, you know, whatever else. But Yeah, fruit by the foot. That's right. Pop-Tarts. Yeah. It, it's nice now. Like, I'm very much in video games. When I get something, I don't want to... Like a really good item that has like a durability. I don't end up using it because I'm afraid that it'll go away. So like Breath of the Wild, say I have a really good weapon. I don't end up using it because 
like one of those uh, laser swords or laser axes. Mm-hmm. I don't use it because I'm afraid it'll go away. And like, yeah, you very much treat money the same way, unfortunately. Like when I see my the dollar amount going up in my bank, I'm like, yes, I don't want it to go lower. <laughs> Which yeah. is not always a good thing, but like being able to spend or like go out to dinner and not have any worries that I don't, it'll like bounce or my, it'll get declined mm-hmm. is really nice. Or if I want a Lego or Pokemon cards randomly. Yeah, and that's the thing that you need to... Everything in moderation... I really want to just invest, but right now is not a good time. Sure, but like everything in moderation, because I think you get... Like, not pointing fingers, but your dad has saved up so much, and now he's he's almost 60, and he's so hesitant to spend, and that Alaska trip never would have happened if Lauren didn't initiate, like, hey, I booked it, like, we're going, you know? Yeah, probably. And so... Um, it's just important to enjoy the fruits of your labor. I mean, bottom line. No, I completely agree. And if, if that's going and buying a $100 Millennium Falcon every six months, dude, do it. Like, you know, whatever. I'm just waiting for a real Millennium Falcon so I can eventually purchase that one. Yeah, I think that's on the market in like 2026. Yeah, so keep, come on, Tesla. Keep your eye open. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk. Looking at you. <laughs> After Mars, Millennium Falcons are next. Please and thank you. Um, let's see. You get to make choices in input for votes. So, like, you can make a difference in your community, essentially. You have the ability to vote for people you want to, um, pick out what you believe in, and go for it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have... Not necessarily it's a bad thing, but, like, the ideas of your parents are teaching you how to live, but now you can think for yourself and kind of... Well, figure now, out who you are and live that way. And you have the power to influence change now. You yeah. know, your parents have instilled certain things into you, good and bad. You hopefully take most of the good and, of course, some of the bad. It's impossible not to. Yeah. And kind of just find your own identity. I just love littering. Yes. That's my thing. It gets okay. me going. Yeah. Find your identity if that's littering and whatever <laughs> else. You little sh- hooligan. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think even just having a platform on social media, it's important to portray yourself in a certain way. Yeah. So cool. No school. See, this is good and bad for me because no, I completely agree. Like part of me almost misses that routine of studying, going to class, taking exams. My, I don't know. I like the routine of you go to class, but then it doesn't end. Like then you have the entire night to do studying and stuff. See, I I love that. You do. Yeah. Well, that's probably why you were so happy during the CPA. Well, that was too much. That was overwhelming. That was way stress, more stress that I could take on in mm-hmm. a healthy way. Um, hmm. If I run into this tree on the way home, I won't have to study for the CPA. Those thoughts crossed my mind. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, part of me just really enjoyed that grind aspect. And that's why I enjoyed my previous employer so much because I was working so hard, I almost didn't have the time to like think. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get dangerous territory because then when you have too much free time, you don't know what to do with yourself. No, I agree. And that's why I like my new job because one, I love the people I work with. I think I'm making a positive difference both in the, on the business side of things and with the people I'm working with. But then I also have downtime where it's like now I have to be a responsible adult and raise my hand for more work. Yeah. You know, so. My thing is in college, I it's very much the same pace that I'm doing now because I was in like three organizations and that kind yeah. of stuff, which that on type of homework was almost overwhelming for me, but it was 
So my workload actually went down mm-hmm. when I went to the real world, which was nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Still not where it should be, but don't listen to that, Ryan. Um, so freedom to pick up a new hobby, whatever you like, at any time. Yeah. I mean, of course. Within the confines of like money and all that Work kind of stuff. and time. and Yeah. But if I wanted to go to a martial arts class, I could do it. If I wanted to go to a painting class, I could do it. Which I'm actually thinking about. Which one? Martial arts or painting uh, or both? But really, I've thought about both, but probably a painting class. I think that'd be really good for you, group. especially with just your stress levels. Um, that'd be such a therapeutic way of... But like, my thing is, do I start at the basic level, or do I... like? I don't know if I'd lose my mind doing that, or do I go to like an intermediate class? I think like an intermediate would be good for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've definitely put some thought into that. Um, let's see. Weekends, you can do whatever you like. Yes. Saturday is pretty much the best day of the year. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 52 week. 52 times a year. I was going to say week, but I was just like, no, let's take this next level. Like Every millennium, there is one Saturday, <laughs> and it is the greatest Saturday of the all. The Mayans all. predicted it, folks. The one Saturday to rule them all. <laughs> Forged in the Gregorian calendar <laughs> of Pope Gregory the Fifth. Mm. All right. <laughs> Um, having a home and being able to fill it with whatever you like. Yeah, that's it's like a real world Animal Crossing without Tom Nook (laughs) (laughs) and bother you with like burdening payments and without unlimited virtual currency that you get from knocking trees and little coins come out. A shit ton of red snappers in the ocean. Hmm, Man, (laughs) so maybe it's not all. Too but like similar to Animal Crossing. I like having my own space. Like I do too. at my parents' house, even because I could do whatever, kind of whatever I wanted with my room. Mm-hmm. So like now having an entire apartment to do whatever I like with is really fun. I agree. Yeah, good times. I really just need to start filling it with more stuff on the walls. No bedtime, which you utilize. Uh, I fall asleep, but... Yeah, I probably exercise that <laughs> a little too much, a little yeah. too far most nights. Yeah, but that's nice. I don't know if I necessarily... Did you have a really strict bedtime back in high school or middle school or elementary school? Elementary school, it was more strict. Lines got blurred in middle school, and I think it was non-existent in high school. Yeah, because middle school is the time where like sports are starting to happen, mm-hmm. and you're starting to be like, yeah, you should stay up and do that report. On the cardiovascular system, opposed to like falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. High school, I think it was more just like I had a job, uh, like studying all that was kind of just my responsibility. But at that point, that was more because of the way my parents molded me and kind of yeah. raised me. They knew that like they didn't have to like be the a helicopter parent about my homework and getting things done. And if I stayed up until twelve o'clock watching a movie, they didn't bat an eye because it was like whatever. Yeah, you're going to have to suffer for it. Yeah, you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be tired. And then, like, high school, you start loving sleep. <laughs> like, there's a transition as a kid where, I mean, I used to wake up in, it was either elementary school or middle school, at 5.30 every morning on my own time to the point where dad was still there, like, preparing for work. And t- I'd get up for a 6 a.m. episode of Zoids. This was your senior year of high school? Oh, no, no, This was, like, middle school. Oh, okay. Dad's like, why the hell are you up at 6 in the morning to watch a show when I would gladly switch with you so you could sleep in until 8 o'clock? <laughs> but Dad, Zoids. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> how is Zeke 
going to transform the shield liger into the blade liger if I don't watch him do it. If a tree falls in a forest and I'm not there to hear <laughs> yeah. it, Dad? Does it Is actually... there a blade liger if I don't see it happen? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, plus I had a crush on uh, Zeke's owner. So I had a relationship with a cartoon character. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We've all had those, right? Yeah. Um, you can watch any movie or show you like. Which is really nice. No restrictions on like Game of Thrones is probably something you're not watching during elementary school. I'd really hope not. Yeah. But that's that's a really nice thing to have. If you want to see it, you can. Mm-hmm. Especially like even going to the movie theater. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood, really want to see that. Someone might ask for my ID because I don't have the grizzly beard like you do. Yeah. And uh, I'll happily show them my ID. But I'll and get like, in. And going to the movies used to be like such a rare currents because they are so expensive mm-hmm. and like for a family to go i mean it's like 40 because we're a family of four or we were um it was what 45 48 dollars for just the tickets and so help me if you want popcorn and drinks and that's like another 50 it's like you might as well just go to the bahamas at that point and no s- yeah, you could buy a flight to the bahamas for spend a week there yeah no it's crazy but like if you want to do it now you can do it mm-hmm. and watch whatever and then the last one Long showers. Okay. Because, I mean, you have to pay for the water bill, but I used to take really quick showers just because you have to think about other everyone else in your family. Um, I used to take maybe like five-minute showers, but now I take, if I want to, I could take a bath, take a 15-minute. I could just sit there in the hot water until it turns cold. You could do that. Yeah. See, I'm typically, it really depends. I mean... When it was like really ridiculously hot and humid out, mm-hmm. I enjoy taking almost below lukewarm, kind of almost a light chill to the water. Yeah. But certainly during the winters, a hot shower is the best. And then after I work out, like, that's the best when you take like a really... Like a rough back day, like, our, like yeah. your traps are really sore. I like almost kind of a cold shower then because it just feels refreshing. Yeah. I, um, when I, I do interval training during the day at work and switching from warm because i do my hair first with like warm water and then you switch into cold just for the rest to cool down because i have to go back to work Mm -hmm. i don't be like sweating the entire day but like it's funny to listen to people when they're in the shower in a totally uncreepy way when they like switch the cold water on then you just hear (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) but like i'm like trying so like i actively think about it when i switch it to cold water i don't want to be like <gasps> be that person because then it'll be like what the hell is going on like is he having too much fun in the shower yikes like, so yeah long showers good stuff yeah well that was fun yeah and then i have suggestions i don't know if we want to do them or Probably we want to get into my, like my questions yeah that you have. my interview for you if that's cool yeah cool sounds good are you ready for this ryan yes you sure Mm-hmm. Some of these questions are a little out there. So I spend a considerable amount of time kind of going through a number of lists, just rapid-fire questions to ask a friend, rapid-fire questions to ask a stranger, all those types of things. Yeah. Really tried to find some ones that were off the wall, appropriate for Ryan, and then ones that were just, yeah, these are questions you just ask someone to get to know them, all right? Okay. 
So let's do, they, do the listeners really want to get to know me? Uh, yeah, I think they they're do. more curious if they could like put me in a cage and like forget about me. Let me count the number of questions here. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. We're 20. also sponsoring the count from yes. Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two questions. Cool. You right? Ready for this? Yes. What's your biggest pet peeve, Ryan? Hmm. Probably like deadlines and things. Um, like when someone says, for example, I'm trying to get a dog and they said, hey, the time frame is for us to read this and to get back to you 24 hours. And the application is, hey, it takes a little bit longer, 48 hours. It's been 56 hours. Where the hell are you? Yeah. And then you only have voicemail answering machines that send you to a bunch of different prompts and no one calls me back. And it's common courtesy just to follow or follow through with if you're there don't be late be on time or early and then follow through yeah that it's yeah it's it's just a respect thing and that it's irritating like a norm like you can do like chewing and that kind of stuff but i very much found once i got into the real world having times for meetings that are so in sync to like the minute yeah, being respectful of people's time is a big thing. Yeah. And or lack of respect or like I maybe I take it to the extreme on like trying to think of whatever like everyone else would think, which generally doesn't always matter, but just being respectful and people who are assholes to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, just live by the motto don't be a dick. Yeah. And you should be good. That's good. What makes you smile? Your dog currently. Scooby is a good one to yeah. make you smile. Um I don't know. I really Baby smiling because it's so genuine. Like their reactions to things, they don't have like the tainted filter that we do as an adult because we know what's out there. Yeah. Like, and then if you combine, like I saved this husky video of this husky making this like little kid smile. And it's like the most genuine thing because both the dog and like the babies don't, they're like so innocent. Yeah. That makes me smile. That's a good one. Or like people can hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Other people's pain yeah. makes me like, smile. You know, like um, like fail videos or like subverting expectations. Not like subverting expectations in like Star Wars where you throw the lightsaber over your shoulders. But like when you expect something to go one way and then it so abruptly twists the other way. Like, yeah, it, that makes me smile. Okay, that's good. But like fail videos are funny or like, <laughs> this is gonna sound bad. Car crashes. Like I yeah. watch a bunch of car crash videos because that way I, it's psychologically making me think that because they're occurring in this video, it lessens the chance that it'll happen to me. Hold on. But like, let me open another note sheet to add to our <laughs> discussions with their the therapist Karen. <laughs> Ryan watches car crash videos, and generally they're Russians because in Russia you're required to have a dash cam. So oh. you have a lot of those. So, so that's why that uh, like meteor, when it fell in Russia, it was on a lot of different cameras is because they had a lot of dash, dash cams. And so they can keep track of all of the, re- the residents in Russia at all times. That's true. And you get really interesting videos of like people trying to stab each other because of road rage. We really need to monitor your yeah, YouTube so like video dancing, watching. Like, like uh, yeah, okay. passing out goats. How <laughs> We're going to need to monitor your YouTube history. Zombie apocalypse, Ryan. What's your weapon of choice? Lightsaber. Yeah. No. Yeah. Probably. If lightsabers were a thing, I would totally go lightsaber. Okay. But the problem is, you couldn't then use it for a like a tool. 
because you'd be plasma burning through things. Mm-hmm. Like if you had a hammer, you could use that as like nail and nails or like opening doors. And that well, I think nails would or nail like hammers and all those types of things would still be around. This would just be purely used. My weapon of choice would then be a lightsaber. Okay, dual wielding or. No, dual wielding is more for defensive. Okay. Like, I'd rather go on an attack. Like, what? probably a Count Dooku curved, you know. Hilt? Yeah, I'd probably go Form 6. Okay. I don't know what that means. I think Form 6 was the more aggressive, like, Sith. It's the attack. Like, the when Anakin has the uh, stance over his head and uh, he's going after... Um, Obi-Wan. Yeah. That's more of the aggressive. What would be the color of your lightsaber? I really... I've always fancied the um, that white lightsaber from Force Unleashed. Okay. Same thing with like Fulcrum um, and Sokatano? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, red gets a bad rap, but yeah, I'd probably go white. Okay. How do you like your steak cooked? I like it a little bit over medium. Mm-hmm. Medium, I mean, it ranges at different places, but you want some pink, not like full on red, but I've been, it's... It's hard when you sear it, what I've found, to get like a medium. Because you want some of that like crispiness on each one of the sides. And then if you get a bigger steak, it's, yeah, but medium, preferably. Do you cook your steak on a skillet or a George Foreman? A skillet, for okay. sure. Gotcha. Yeah, a little bit of olive oil, um, salt and pepper. And then I've been trying, I've been putting like this garlicky powder on each side and like marinating it a bit. Hmm. From what I've heard, you're supposed to leave it out so it's a little bit lukewarm. Before you do it, like right out of the fridge, you get less juiciness to it. Gotcha. If you got a tattoo, where would you get it? Um, on my chest. Cool. So it would be the um, the S- Sam and Dean, the one that Matt has. From Supernatural? Yes. Okay. i definitely get that one. Cool. Because I want to ward off like possessions and shit. Sure. And is there any timeline to actually get that? Is that something you I, I've been do? debating it for a while, probably uh, next couple of years. Okay. Have you ever sent a text message to the wrong person? Oh, for sure. One of my coworkers didn't end well. What yeah. was the text? Nothing I can say on here. It was uh, to a lady, and it went to my coworker because we were trying to figure out the time for a movie. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he I realized it after I sent it. And uh, he was like, hey, man, I think that was to someone else. And uh, it was definitely meant for someone else. And uh, we had to address... I addressed it the second we went to see the movie the next day. I was like, hey, man, so uh, that text, it happened. So not meant for you. We cool? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's like, yeah, no. Yeah. Cool. It was embarrassing. Do you currently like your job? Never mind. Don't answer that. If you had to work but didn't need the money... What would you choose to do? I'm not sure. I I very much, for my personality, I want to make a difference. I want, or at least to feel like I'm making a difference in something. My current job, I do make a difference. I have an impact, which is really nice. And I'm like some jobs as like a lower level associate, all the decisions are made by the upper management. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The nice thing about my current job is I can make decisions that make an impact to the longevity of my company, which is cool. But it's also stressful as a new associate, right? What's your uh, so I Myers I think Briggs? I do what? What's your Myers Briggs? It's INFJ-T. 
Okay, I think mine's the same, but E. E, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's generally uh, like the extrovert and the introvert complement each other. Because Lauren is INFJ as well. Yeah. You, thri- you thrive on being around people. I do, for the most part. I mean, there are times where I kind of need my alone time. Like, I somewhat rejuvenate, or I guess... Like, I kind of like getting in my own world with video games. I mean, that's more just what video games do for people in general. Yeah. But, like, if I have a really long day and I come home from work and I'm stressed, I'm like, hey, Lauren, I just need some time to just get lost in Skyrim or something like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, like, me... Like, I don't like to be the life of the party, but I like to influence, like, what we're doing and just be kind of, like, front and center. Like, I'm the... I'll be the first person to jump on a karaoke stage and sing a song. Yeah. Like, I have no hesitation with that same thing with the dance floor if no one's getting out on a dance floor at a wedding i just can't dance i'll be teach me how to dance bro sure i'll hook you up awesome all right anything else to add there uh what was the question it was what i'd like to do (laughs) if i didn't have to work yeah probably in some way try to well no it's it's you still have to work but money's no object it's like regardless of salary let's say you're a millionaire but like you, you have this crazy inheritance. What are you going to do work-wise? See, okay, so I'd be afraid to turn, like, painting or something into something I'd do because I'd hate the hobby. So I'd like to, in some way, better humanity, whether it's working for an organization that's, like, working to clean up that giant patch of garbage that we have or ocean. trying to get better or, like, water. I know the uh, Bill Gates Foundation... They do a lot of wells and come up with a, uh, a lot of uh, gadgets that they can clean the water mm-hmm. so they don't have to travel like three or four miles. Um, stuff like that, because ultimately it's just the betterment of humanity is really important. Yeah. For absolutely. our longevity, because we kill each other too much. We do. It's really scary. But we've got more questions if you're okay All right. with that. All right, yeah. Alive or dead, Ryan, who do you admire the most? Hmm. I think my, the answer that I said to D, because this is kind of like a DSP question. Mm -hmm. It's like, who would you want to have if alive or dead a dinner with or something? Yeah. I'd said Newton. Um, Sir Isaac. Sir Isaac Newton. He did so much for what we know about reality. It would be so interesting to pick his brain. Like, he came up with calculus because his friend didn't know um, about the elliptical orbits of, I think, the moon. And to come up with calculus, which is not an easy thing to, like, learn, let alone create, and, like, that level of intelligence, I think, would be amazing to, like, pick his brain and see how he thinks. Certainly to to identify a moment in his life where that curiosity light bulb just kind of, like, went off. Mm -hmm. When did he start, like, questioning everything? Was it his friend asking that? Because clearly that intelligence had been brewing for his entire existence, you know? Yeah, he. I think he, at that point, he was known for coming up with different theories. Um, That or Christopher Hitchens, he was a, uh, he was on C-SPAN. He does a lot of reporting in England and stuff, and he's been all around the world. Like all Middle Eastern countries and like been to Africa and everything. And he has a very unique perspective. And I like the way that he speaks. Hmm. It's very respectful. Um, Factual. Like very old school, like English. Oh, okay. Like, Is he English? Yeah. Okay. Gotta um, love those accents. I think Oxford, right? Yeah. Something like that. One of those English schools. Cool. If you could only speak one word today, what would you say? Taint. 
Okay. And is there any particular reason you want to expound upon that? First word that came to my mind. All right, we're going with it, folks. What part of your body could use a little lotion right now? Underneath my eyes. Okay. Yeah, I've actually been putting lotion like on my face before I go to bed. Because for, I don't know what it is. I, maybe I need to go to a dermatologist or whatnot. But my eye, like underneath my eyes, maybe it's because of the screen. Like I'm trying to change the lighting on my computer. Like I already dim it because when I first started my job, my eyes would get like painful by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Or they'd be painful. So like I think the blue light has something to do with it, like frying my eyes. Definitely. So I'm trying switching them to red. But I'm also like trying not to produce a bunch of melatonin throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's for some reason, whether it's looking at screens or sitting down or whatnot, it's drying out my face. Yeah. I never put so, lotion under my eyes. Yeah. So I'm that's more what I mean. Like right here, like dark circle area. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets dry. Okay. That's fair. You should I, also look like I'm, I also look like I get punched because it gets red too. Yeah. You should probably see a dermatologist about that. Yeah. I have a guy. Okay. Do you dance crazy when no one's looking? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I, um, like, when you were in the bathroom, I was dancing to that Milo, uh, Ricardo Milo song. Okay. Just generally, it's like pelvic thrusting to, like, male stripper music and stuff. Okay. That's like Pony from uh, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. I love that song. It's, it's a good catchy. one. It is. You're on a first date with someone that you really like. You really admire this girl. What do you plan for the date? Mm. I think food has to be involved because food's awesome and you get to know the person, um, what they like or don't like. Um, I think movies, that's kind of a high school thing. Mm -hmm. So probably just go out and whether it's see the town or do an activity together. I think exploring and creating a memory is important. Yeah, that's good. And through that activity, because small talk's always a pain in I early think stages. Early of... stages, because you're like, I don't know anything about you. I don't know if we have anything in common, kind of thing. And then you're always insecure that you're going to say that one thing that they're just like, yeah, you're definitely not the, the one. The Nazis were right. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I got off the wrong foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, oh, okay. This guy's an asshole. No, um, yeah, I think it's like the same way going to a fair is. Like a good thing because you're on a roller coaster. Like you're like, oh, that was so fun. We just did this or like blah blah blah. Like something you can reminisce about or it cuts down on the small talk. I agree. And what would you say is the first thing you typically notice about the opposite sex? Generally, hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hair and eyes. I think. Yeah. Um, whether the hair is like taken care of, and like, not necessarily like. Well, there's a time and place for a messy bun, you know, and they kind of just throw it up. Yeah, but there's a difference between if there's like the sheen or it's like washed that you can tell really quick. Yeah, because it also has a lot of surface area. Mm -hmm. And then um, eyes are really important, Um, or at least I definitely see them very quickly because you can tell if someone's genuine by the way that they smile or talk. Yeah. Um, And then after that, I mean, you obviously have like physical features that you have to consider yeah and i think yeah it's funny that you say eyes because, because i don't really know what i would say um i think hair is definitely a big one and just like facial structure and features but certainly like when i met lauren for the first time it's like 
how could her eyes not be like the first thing it's like striking to you yeah it's like looking into the depths of hell (laughs) (laughs) but like basically I very much I think it doesn't sound good but it's lust is the thing that catches your attention and personality is what you stay for I think that's a great way of putting it because physical features yes attractive they go away over time Mm -hmm. but you stay for what you enjoy which is the personality yeah so I think that's a good way of putting it describe yourself as a teenager in three words Ryan misguided uh, energetic and just loud Loud? Yeah. I was like the... I wasn't the kamikaze one of our group, but like I was the one who was constantly talking and like doing stuff, which I don't know if that's really changed. I think I've gotten quieter over the years, Mm -hmm. but... I think you're more of an observer before you... Yeah, I I think more now before I act Mm -hmm. and before I was previously act and then consider what I did and then try to pull back. (laughs) Deal with the ramifications. Yeah. I think that's part As of the for ma- forgiveness, maturing not. process. Yeah, right. I've matured a bit. I think you have. I think I think Plus. you've matured since I first met you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you show up to meetings on time and stuff, which is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing your own pet peeve. Yeah. Um, besides your ruggedly handsome brother-in-law, who gives you the courage to try new things? I think Lauren. Um, Lauren and I have always been close, but um, Lauren. Probably parents, probably dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I watch the news a lot. So it's not necessarily like a person, but it's seeing what's out there and what is like lacking. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to try new things. Okay, cool. Because there's a lot of shitty things out in the world, but like doing good is pretty important. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Positive influence. It's a good thing. What celebrity annoys you the most? Kanye West. Yeah, me too. Or his wife, Kim. Kardashian. How did both of them get a meeting with our president and get people out of jail because of those meetings? I don't know. I don't either. But they're also like not good influences on the youth. Like Kanye just is non speaks nonsense, and he's like the very stereotypical rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like that bigger, faster, <coughs> stronger one way back in the day. That one song that he had, yeah, that based off of Daft Punk, Punk song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kim Kardashian, she's famous for a sex tape, and her dad. Yeah, so great influences on yeah. the youth. I agree. Build I'm not famous for a sex tape, and my dad. Uh, that's probably for the best. It Ryan. is for the best. Building some self confidence time apart from sex tapes. Okay. <laughs> what is? <laughs> What yeah. is your best feature, Ryan? Um, I think I don't know humor. Maybe I think the inclusivity really of humor. Um, I, I think humor has a very good way of bring, like breaking down walls, mm-hmm. and you can it helps. You first, you have to feel out if sarcasm is taken good or taken well from people because. Ryan had a hard time reading my sarcasm when we first met. Okay. But I think it has a good way of bringing people together. Yeah. So I try to improve or, yeah, get funnier. 
Yeah, I think you can, like, you're someone that can kind of have a conversation with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very much something that I prided myself on back in, like, high school. I wasn't really part of, like, any specific clique, but I was friends with everyone. That's kind of how I was, too. Like, yeah. I wasn't hanging out with the jocks, but, like, they knew me and I knew them. Yeah. And same thing with the nerds, like, because I was one. Yeah. I was one of their people. Yeah. I was among the Disciple of the nerds. <laughs> among the few. Shaman of the nerds. But we conquered the many. Mm. Um, what else was I going to say about that? I think you're in touch with your emotions. Like you're not afraid to cry when you're upset about something or even something that moves you artistically. And I think yeah, that's no, good. For sure. Like as kids, you see crying as weakness, but all it is is you releasing emotions. Not, <laughs> probably not a good analogy. Like the same way as kids, you saw throwing up as like weakness at least i did but now it's a release of something that isn't good for you yeah there's something in your body that's that needs to be purged yeah so like if i'm sick or like that had the flu or whatever if i'm getting sick it's to better myself Mm -hmm. yeah the bodies are an amazing thing yeah all right so ryan besides being responsible for lauren and i being married and i guess by association this a podcast creating it and all um what have you done that you're most proud of? My birth. <laughs> Me gracing this in green resurrection earth into greathood with myself. Um, I'm pretty proud of some of my paintings. Um, not having any real training and just kind of being anal attentive and like analyzing stuff and learning that way. Um, I mean, my crazy big painting, I think, is stupid. That's nuts. That I spent like 700 hours on a painting, but it turned out really well. And I'm pretty proud of that. Um, yeah, I think that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of. I think those are good ones. I mean, I really like um, the Me Too painting. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And then the Fellowship of the Ring painting, as yeah. they're just about to enter... Um, Amen Hen, that whole area. Yeah, I think the problem is I, I was burnt out because over the last like couple years since I stopped doing that painting because I non-stop for six months, every day either two hours on a weekday, or like ten hours every weekend. Understandably weekend so, and I think certainly it goes without saying that the memories tied to it. And no, the memories are gone. The motive, well, like the the emotional. motivations for creating the painting, though, like that doesn't necessarily leave. I mean, you look at the painting and you see. We're not going to get into it, but I understand. I mean, I created a painting for my proposing to a fiance, and that didn't work out, which is for the best. It is for the best, and I'm way happier now. But yeah. I do still really like that painting. <laughs> I mean, if it's not. Yeah, I mean... And if you want to look, it's... If you send a picture, I can send a picture on the Discord, if you're okay with it. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Okay. Uh, The artist who originally came up with the composition, her name is Savannah Burgess. And she comes... She um, has amazing... amazing, uh, I think they're just pencil or pen sketches. She did one of Harry Potter, which is what mine was. I basically took a black and white and looked up each one of the 24 different things on this painting, like 
Nagini, all the houses, and looked up pictures of those things in color and had to translate it to color. But she did one with all the zodiac symbols. She did one um, Game of Thrones. She just does amazing work. So Savannah Burgess, if you want to look up good art. Yeah, it's incredible. And especially to see the progression of the painting. And if you're able to post like maybe three or four different progression photos, it's unbelievable. I mean, truly what you were able to create there. So Yeah, so I'm pretty proud of that. You should be. Last question. Yes. Ideally, what is five years from now Ryan look like? Preferably happier. Okay. Um, just probably having a dog. Um, I don't know if I'll end, ever understand what I want to do with my life. Because yeah, that's I mean, a progression. Certainly. And um, your ideas of what you want career-wise and even personally change. Yeah, I don't know what I want career-wise right now. Um, the more and more I think about like data management, I feel like I'd lose my mind that secluded. Um, so something that I want to, I don't know, be more involved with the community. That sounds something I've been thinking about recently, whether it's... Um, like going downtown and helping out with shelters or something like that. That's something I've been considering once I get more time, which should happen, I think, when I go into this new team. Okay. Well, we'll I don't like that look that you just gave we'll, <laughs> we'll evaluate here in about six months Yeah. about how much more time and how those dark circles are doing. Yeah. So, and at the very least, November 15th and on, we'll evaluate. But... Um, yeah, so I, I think just getting more involved with whether it's picking a foundation or something, that's something I, I want to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's healthy. I think that'll be really, really and good. A new for you hobby. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's painting or martial arts or something. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I mean, that or is that Krav, a Krav Maga. I was just about to say, like, that kind of self defense is something I'd want to learn. Yeah, Jiu Jitsu because... is a lot of functionality from what I've seen. Like, um, do you say you're a black belt? I am one and of those. Karate. Yeah. Taekwondo. Yeah. Or Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. But when it comes into like fighting, Taekwondo, from what I've heard, doesn't really have a lot of functionality in like MMA. No, which it's... I don't ever plan on doing. But when it comes to like jujitsu, that's like the main thing yeah. that they go to. I mean, to Taekwondo is, is very structured. Yeah. So we'd have these things called forms yes. as you yeah. go from one belt to the next that were. A series of movements, whether it be punches, kicks, knees, or whatever, that were scripted. I mean, you had to move in this particular pattern and turn in certain directions, but like that doesn't... Oh, I'm a green belt. Oh. Don't worry. You could take me. Lauren's a blue belt. She got further than me. But that doesn't translate really well to someone coming up behind you, grabbing you from behind, and trying to take you down. Yeah. And that's why I like Krav Maga, because that's like literally fight or flight mode, fight for your freaking life, because you might not make it past this person. Yeah, it was, what, the Israeli fighting style against the Nazis in World War II? Sure. It's the quickest way to kill someone. It's pretty intense stuff. Yeah. But the gym that Lauren goes to, they offer Krav Maga classes. Do they? Yeah. That's awesome. So that'd be fun, like, Friday nights. Dude, you want to Krav Maga with me? We should. I'm serious. That would be probably really good. And that'd probably be better for me in terms of, like, my bones that are just destroyed. Krav Maga wouldn't put a lot of... Like, it's not like we're going to be squatting 1,000 pounds like uh, if we're doing CrossFit or something like that. Yeah. So we should really look into that. No, I'd be totally game to Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. Especially because then we can make an event out of it as far as Friday nights at our place. Like, we'd, get, we'd do our Krav Maga, go and have a quick drink, grab some food, 
Yeah. Be a fun like, little Friday thing. I'm game for that. Let's do that. So Ryan and I are going to take a seven-month uh, hiatus. We're going to learn some Krav Maga. We're going to come back. Yeah, we're going to go study in the temples where Batman learned. Liam Neeson's actually still there. Yeah. Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> the Brotherhood of Assassins. <laughs> yes. We even plugged the uh, the email this podcast. Travis, earlier, executive producer of the show, wrote in. You can write into the podcast at otakubrotherspodcast at gmail.com. I also, instead of putting a query out there in my Instagram, Ari Lewis 2011, I posted a picture of Scooby wishing all you fine folks to have a good weekend. And I hope you all do. And I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'll probably either edit it tonight or tomorrow. It'll be up on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you so much for listening to 51 episodes of this crazy podcast. We struggled in the beginning. I think we brought it all together in the end. Yeah, after attempt number four. Five? I think maybe four attempts. Yeah. Yeah. This is our fourth attempt. Fourth and final, Ryan. Yes. So we finally made it. Hopefully I get this computer situation figured out. If I do end up having to send it in to get this internal screen fixed, or the crack on the internal screen fixed, we very well might have to take a couple weeks off. Uh-huh. Uh, depending on how all that works out. Because it like black screened midway through, right? Yeah, I can still, that's the biggest concern is mid recording sometimes. Like if I touch the screen even a little, it goes black. And at that point, if we've been talking for like an hour and a half, then we lose that audio. Because otherwise I'm going to have to try and find file and blindly click save. And I don't want to try and do that. Yeah, we might want to save too. <laughs> well, the, the podcast is basically over. But otherwise, hopefully the transitions aren't too noticeable. We had like four different cuts in this episode. Yeah. So. But yeah, thanks you for thank you for listening. If you have yeah, any thanks. questions, suggestions for the show, write in. But uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, let us know if you're still having fun or if any topics you want us to cover. That's right. If you're not having fun, let us let us know. We care about that stuff. Yeah, we this do. Community driven podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks for listening. Hopefully, you found out more about Ryan, and you also learned about how to enter the adult world. Yes. Cool. See you next week, folks. See ya.